Hello and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast, where it's all about real food and holistic living in the real world. With your host, nutritional therapist, Amy Love. And please note our disclaimer, all information and content in this podcast is for general information only and not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello, and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast. It's Tuesday, so it's Travel Tuesday. I'm Amy, and I'm here with my husband, Matt. Hello. And this week, we are going to be in Charlotte and Asheville, North Carolina. These were great stops. So last week, we were in Charleston, and uh, it was a really smooth drive up to Charlotte. It was not bad at all, like four hours, I think. Yeah, not too yeah. bad. So we actually ended up staying at Carowinds Camp Wilderness in Charlotte, so it was right on the border between South Carolina and North Carolina. In fact, we kind of crossed over the border a few times, like on the road. <laughs> yeah, there's like an amusement <laughs> On the same road. There's an amusement park there, and I think part of it's in North Carolina, part of it's in South Carolina, even. Yeah, but this worked out great because it was right off the interstate. It was kind of a last minute thing, actually, to go to Charlotte. It was, it was. We weren't sure we were going to make it in. We were going to go out to Myrtle Beach. Right. And ended up changing our plans to stay in Charleston a little longer and then and do this, which we were really glad because we'd been wanting to get to Asheville for a while. And Charlotte was a perfect stop on the way. We have some friends here. So that worked out really well. It was nice. Yeah. So we got settled in um, at Carowinds and ended up going to get a quick chiropractic adjustment over at the joint. This is kind of a new concept that's happening across the country. You know, as we've been traveling, you know, we're such huge proponents of chiropractic and we have our favorite chiropractors, you know, usually where we live, the places that we've been for a while. So we have three or four throughout the country that we regularly see. However, we've met several new ones, but the joint has kind of filled in the gaps. It's kind of a walk-in place. And while it's not what we're used to, I mean, we typically seek out chiropractors that do a lot more muscle testing and have several modalities under their belt and can do a few other things. You know, this at least kind of keeps us going and functioning and pain-free. So that's good. Yeah, You wake up with a little back pain or neck pain or something like that and you head on in there and get it taken care of. It really helps, especially with as much as that we're on the computer and everything. It's great to keep our neck and shoulders and everything in joints so that our nervous system is happy. Went over to Smoke for lunch, and this is a new spot that does, well, what else? Barbecue. (laughs) So it was really a great little meal. We were able to do brisket and ribs, and uh, they had a smoky slaw that was really good, and some spinach. Just some meats and veggies for the most part. Yeah, it was great. Um, You know, definitely can fit in to our eating plan so and then we headed we had to do a little shopping so we headed over to the south park area there's a nordstrom over there we were able to pop in there hit a few things at the mall and that mall was really funny because when we pulled up (laughs) i'm not sure what was going on in the valet area but it was like kind of an impromptu car show or something like a luxury car show yeah so if you're in that area you probably know what i'm talking about but it was just really quite a scene and i mean we were stopped for a while we couldn't even get through the area because they were just loving their cars (laughs) and everybody was gathering around and but like I said, we did have a few friends in Charlotte, so we were able to meet for dinner at Block and Grinder. We had a couple people that were out of town and couldn't make it. Kendall, I'm talking specifically about you. We were sad to miss you, but we were happy to meet up with Carol Green, Pat and Scott Robinson that do Heal Thyself. Carol is a fellow NTP and personal chef. And we just had a lovely little meal at Block and Grinder. This was a great place, again, to focus on meat and vegetables, which is 
pretty much what we do. That's right. Vegetables. You know, Matt had a great hanger steak with some Brussels sprouts. I had um, a bunless burger with a mini side salad. Then afterwards, we went to Whole Foods and did a quick little... We didn't eat a lot, but we needed a few things. And I think we got there like 10 minutes before closing. Yeah. Dinner had been like three hours. One of those whirlwind visits to Whole Foods. You're just running around throwing things in the cart. Exactly. I mean, luckily, we know pretty much what we get every time. So it wasn't that hard. And then the next day, we went to Chipotle for a quick lunch before heading over to the Dilworth neighborhood. This is a beautiful area with gorgeous homes and lots of neat shops. We actually ended up going over to this little complex uh, at the Atherton, I believe the mill. It's like a converted space and Savory Spice Shop is in there. And we just had the best time at Savory Spice Shop. If you are not familiar, there are locations throughout the country, but this was so fun. You walk in and it's just wall-to-wall spices and neat blends and different vanillas and chocolates and I mean just everything that you can think of it was yeah. really fun it was like a culinary delight just yeah. all sorts of things and you can try each one yeah you know, they have like little samples there you shake a little on your hand and and try it and there's so many of them were just so amazing yeah it, it was a, it was such a good time well you know I'm such a huge proponent of spice blends because I feel like if you are sticking with a real food diet I feel like you're sticking with you know meats vegetables broth soups you know those kind of things and so it's really nice because you can use the same basic ingredients, you know, whatever you're getting fresh at the farmer's market or whatever is in season, and really jazz it up with different spice blends. And it's a great way to add, you know, micronutrients to your diet through the herbs and spices, but to really keep it exciting, keep it fresh when you're doing a lot of cooking and um, without a lot of thought, because, you know, we're all about making things easy and getting it done in the real world. So, you know, a lot of times I'm just throwing ingredients together in my Instant Pot. I absolutely love my Instant Pot. It's an electronic pressure cooker, and it just, like, has saved our skins <laughs> with cooking. And then, you know, throw a new blend in there, and you're off to the races, like, really fast. In fact, with the Instant Pot, you can even throw things in frozen so if I have forgotten to thaw something and that never happens right yeah <laughs> never then you can get something going pretty quick so I'll keep some you know chicken breast or chicken thighs in the freezer some steaks something like that or big roast even and you can have that ready to go in a really quick time so that is just so awesome I think we ended up getting one of our favorites there was the Hidden Cove lemon and garlic blend oh yeah that one's just so fresh so good it is really really lovely with a lot of lemon peel and this is really Really nice. We've actually gifted it to a few people now um, because it's great with chicken or fish or pork or vegetables. I've put it on yeah. salad. It's just really lovely. Um, and then their mole was great. You know, I've got yep. a recipe for mole here on the blog and it's phenomenal. Um, and remember, anything that we're talking about, we're going to have links to on the show notes. So if you're multitasking right now, don't worry. You can find everything on the show notes at realfoodwholehealth.com. If you'll just go under podcast under episodes and click on this episode, you'll find links for everything that we talk about there. So we have a mole recipe that's phenomenal. I worked really hard on that. Matt is such a mole fan. I love I it am. too, but he really likes it. And I had concocted this for dinner several years ago for like a birthday or something. And 
you know, a mole is very complex. It has lots of ground chilies and cocoa powder and um, just different spices. And it, it, it can be a lot to put together. But their blend is actually really lovely. Yeah, they've cultivated all the all the different peppers and grinded them up there. Yeah, that's nice. It makes it really fast. And it's very clean. You know, there's no junk in it. So it's really nice to be able to do that, um, you know, just for an easy weeknight. You know, it's still fun to, like, kind of make it on your own at other times if you're, like, into cooking like we are then that's great but when you're just trying to throw something together or you really want that flavor like it's ready to go and you just have to make a little paste with like water and oil and add in some um nut butter and you're good to go like that's it and you don't have to add the nut butter it just adds a little richness then we headed over to luna's living kitchen this was a beautiful beautiful restaurant it was quite the spot there yeah yeah they really focus on live living foods i believe it's primarily a vegetarian place but the um, juices and the salads. I mean, everything there is just incredible. Yeah, it's like works of art. Oh salad, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I did put a picture on Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, go over and give us a follow. We're on Instagram.com at Real Food Whole Health. But that salad there, the way that they, it was huge, first of all, with all kinds of different vegetables and seeds and everything. And then the way they arranged that avocado on top, I mean, it really was art. It was so beautiful. And it tasted really amazing. And the juices there were just incredible. It's great because they have some ready to go in a cooler that if you just wanted to pop in, you can go to the walk-in cooler and pick up your juice or get it for the week or whatever. And it was packaged in glass, which was phenomenal. Um, or they're doing things fresh there as well. And it's just a beautiful, airy spot to hang out. The decor is gorgeous. You know, if you're going to have a meeting in the area or you want to do a little work during the day, that's a great spot to just go hang out um, and get some healthy food while you're at it. And then we went out across the street there. It's really across the parking lot to Atherton Market. And this is kind of like an indoor, you know, farmer's market slash shopping mall slash cooking studio there was all kinds of things going on over they really there. do they have they have like little stands i guess little storefronts for multiple you know shop owners there and they you know some are selling some farm goods some have a cooking school some are selling pet food i mean it was it, it was, was really the, neat quite the assortment yeah and it was really easy to find local you know anytime we're in different places we love to connect with the local farms there and even if we can't get out to the farm we love to support them by buying their products at a local health food store, a lot of times Whole Foods will carry local products, or we love, love, love going to these markets. And so Queen City Pantry was there. They had a lot of local, you know, dairy and meats and things like that. Lots of really specialty food items. And then um, as we walked around, I mean, there was different like candle makers and jewelry and different things like that. There was a cooking show that was going on in the back um, that they were setting up for that night to do a big cooking class. So there's definitely like a lot of community involvement there. And then we were really happy to connect with Pet Wants Charlotte. This was a really cool homemade pet food company. And we've been, you know, pretty happy with what we've been doing for our little our little fur babies for a while. We've been doing Honest Kitchen, um, which is like a dehydrated real food. It's all human grade right, food. Yeah. And you rehydrate it, um, you know, just with water, warm water or broth or whatever, and um, give it to the little babies. But they sometimes miss having like the crunch, I think, of a kibble. And Pet Wants makes a very, very clean, yes. grain-free, they have other options, but a grain-free kibble, 
um, that the dogs just loved. In fact, we talked to them at length about their process and um, how this all came about. And we got a little sample to try. And I thought, well, the dogs might have it as a treat or whatever. And now it's like an integral part of their daily food. Yeah, we sprinkle some of that in there every day and they love it. They gobble it right up. It's really good for their teeth because, um, you know, the the Honest Kitchen, while it's awesome and really nutrient dense, it is soft. And I don't feel like they get the crunch enough. And our dogs are not chewers. You know, they're small chihuahuas. So they're not chewers. They don't really do bones. You know, they look at a bone like, I don't know what to do with that. Um, (laughs) so the kibble really helps like get them chewing. And I think that that's great. So it's actually something you can order online and they will ship. And so that's been great that we've gotten a few shipments already throughout the country and the babies are loving it and thriving on it. So we were really happy to find them and they had all kinds of little bones and treats and everything was homemade and human grade so that was really nice at least the treats not the kibble (laughs) maybe it is (laughs) i wouldn't i probably wouldn't eat it um and then we went down into downtown charlotte and drove around the green park um this was a really cute little spot it's very small but you know i gotta say charlotte is beautiful downtown is is clean very clean yes very clean everything looks so nice Um, and everybody that we met was very friendly. It looked like there's just so many choices down there. Definitely a fabulous walkable city. Um, and this park was just a nice little oasis in that. So that was great to pop in. And then, um, we went, let's see, we drove by the NASCAR museum. We didn't go in, but if you're into that kind of thing, there is a huge museum there. there. Yeah, 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 it was really big. The only reason I know we went by that is because I think we were stuck on some one-way streets and (laughs) we went by it a few times like, what is this huge building? And that's what it was. Um, And we ended up that night at 300 East for dinner. It was a lovely little spot, again, over sort of close to that Dilworth neighborhood and just a great, like old house feel to that and yeah and the food was phenomenal really phenomenal um and then the next day we were off to Asheville so it was a really quick trip here but so glad that we got to stop in um and then the trip to Asheville was not very tough at all until the last little bit (laughs) (laughs) we stayed at a place called Mama Gertie's Hideaway and this was definitely a hideaway it was like Kind of on the side of a mountain. Yeah, I think they pretty much built the spots into a mountain. <laughs> I think and, they did. uh, you know, they have a lower tier and an upper tier. And the upper tier wasn't open the time we were there because and it was. And it's really upper. Yeah, it was off season, which is beautiful up there. And, uh. Yeah, you can see all throughout the Blue Ridge Mountains. Yeah, you got to pretty much go very much uphill to get up there. But, uh, anyway, the spots we were in were, were a pull through and we had to drive up a big hill and then turn around and go down the hill to pull into the spot. And, good lord. Talk about some nerve-wracking experiences. Well, and there's some, like, yeah, tight turns and then diagonal. I don't know what they were thinking with this. I'm sure it has to do with the hill, but diagonal speed bumps. So you kind of rock as you're going over that, turning and going down a very steep hill. I mean, at least... And the rocking is just the death, degree the death angle. of this bus. Yeah. Stuff just starts rocking around <laughs> and flying out. Well, it wasn't quite that severe. I mean, actually... It sounded like it was going to be severe. Yes. And we thought maybe the Berkey had hit the ground and we didn't know what had happened. You know, we use a lot of glass, so we have mason jars and everything. We didn't know what had happened. And I got to tell you, it was a Mama Gertie's miracle (laughs) because nothing really shifted. I even had soap dispensers that were still in place. And I... I I don't, I don't know, know how. how. The noise I heard when I made this turn, it was just like, it sounded like everything came down. But 
somehow everything was fine. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I think our slogan of the day was, if we can go to Gertie's, we can go anywhere. So <laughs> anyway, it was great. But then we took really a lot of opportunity to have the park. We were a little, like, before the season. Like, yes. Definitely. Um, because, you know, we had a schedule that we needed to start working up north. And winter this year, while mild in many places, was a little late in coming. So we did hit a, a little cold weather here and there. But... Um, so it wasn't very busy. So we really took advantage of walking up to the upper level sites and it is quite a hill to get yes, up there. Yes, it is. Um, but beautiful, beautiful hike and just the view from up there is incredible. Yes, gorgeous views up there. So if you go in the middle of the summer, that's a great place to stay. Um, and you know, get one of those upper spots and you know, they have the, um, pagodas up there that you know hammocks and swings and things can yeah. hang, hang from it was really cool the park in itself has tons of you know trees and like little trickling waterfalls and everything like that so that was really nice so we just sort of hung out there for a little bit and when we actually climbed up that hill we were lucky enough to catch a storm rolling in across the blue ridge mountains again that's something i shared on instagram again we're at real food whole health on Instagram, but that picture was so, I actually it got a was. couple really cool of those clouds just rolling in over the mountains. It got dark really quick and we walked down in a little bit of rain. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. Once we got in the bus, it yeah, rained a little started. more. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the next day we really wanted to go see the Biltmore while we were in Asheville. The Biltmore, of course, is a, you know, the Vanderbilt's estate and just a huge and gorgeous property, really like kind of the crown jewel of Asheville. Asheville is also known for an amazing food scene, especially a local real food scene. And we did have a short time there. If we would have had more, I think we could have checked out more places. But really, you know, we went to Biltmore and had lunch there on property. So just to give you a little overview, if you go, it was a little confusing to us to get the lay of the land just the first time. So, you, yeah. yeah, you drive into the property and you go through a gate and then you are on property. At that point, you don't have to have a ticket. But to get to the visitor center, um, like you can go there without a ticket, buy your ticket. Um, you can also buy it ahead of time, you know, online or whatever. But if you need to buy it there, you go to the visitor center. So then you drive past the ticket taker. They'll take your ticket. And then you go, you have your choice. You can either turn one way and go over to the village and the village is where the wine tasting is and there's shopping and stables and I think like a petting zoo and like all that kind of stuff. Or you can turn the other direction and go over to the estate. Now you can't actually drive up to the estate. What you do is you go to a parking lot and then you get out and take a shuttle to the estate and the, the shuttles run all the time. Yeah. We didn't really have to wait. It was quite busy, but we didn't really have to wait that long. And then they will shuttle you over to the estate, and this is where you can actually go in the home, stroll the gardens, go through the conservatory. There's um, Stable Cafe is there, which is the old horse stables that have been turned into a cafe. So that's kind of the, the lay of the land. And then if you, you know, do that one first or whatever, you can then take the shuttle back to your car and then drive around... Like, if you look at a map of it, you drive big around, and you go over to that village again, and that's when you can go to the petting zoo and all that stuff if you want to, or visit the stables, and they've got lots of stuff going on there, and that there's village, so much, oh, yes. there's so much, like, it really takes a lot to see everything. The village is also where the hotel is, and then there's also an inn. I thought those were the same things, but there is a hotel, and there is an inn, and then, um, like I said, the wine tasting I think that that's complimentary with your your purchase of yes. getting into the estate. 
and then a few other places over there, plus more restaurants. So it just depends on your schedule. But we wanted to eat. We went right before lunch. And so we decided we were going to go do the estate first and then go do the wine tasting and the village. So we took this shuttle over to the Biltmore. And generally, you're going to need a time ticket. This is another thing that might determine where you go first. You know, they only let groups in at certain times see the house. And so to make sure that you're going to get to see the house, you pick your time and then you have free reign to go to the cafe or the gardens or whatever until your tour time and then you don't need a time to visit the village and the other restaurants there and the hotel and the the time just to take a tour of the house it's just for the house um so that was really also confusing to us so we wanted to make sure that we pointed that out so that you know how to plan your day because especially if you're going you know you have limited time or you're bringing you know other people or kids or whatever it's good to sort of have a game plan going in because there is a lot to tackle So you want to make sure that you know what's there. And I will say the visitor center, very helpful folks in there. They helped explain everything to us. There are maps in the visitor center. And then there's also restaurant menus and things like that so that you can look through and figure out where you want to go. And plenty of people, employees there walking around to help you too. And and they're always asking you need some help. So it's it's very nice people there. Yeah. Very easy to get the help. But I always, you know, I'm a planner a little bit. So (laughs) a little bit, (laughs) a little bit. So I like to have an idea, at least an overview of where I'm going. We had a couple hours before our house tours, so we went to Stable Cafe. And again, this is the old horse stables that were turned into a restaurant. So you can still see, actually, a lot of the seating is in the old stall areas. Mm -hmm. They've put um, benches in there. And then... You know, the old barn doors and everything. But, you know, we were able to pick and choose. We felt like of all the different restaurants on property that were available to us, certainly at the house, that this was the cleanest that we could do. They had plenty of, you know, ice cream and hot dogs and those kind of (laughs) things in, in little stands, coffees and whatever. But this was an actual restaurant, and they did kind of have something for everyone, but we were able to get some local fish that was steamed with some vegetables, and then I think you had a chicken, Chicken, yeah, yeah, roast half chicken with vegetables, and so that was really nice and and able to just get water or iced tea or whatever, so that was pretty clean. And then we went and strolled through the gardens and the conservatory, and they had a huge orchid display. Yeah, the orchids are very pretty. Very pretty, and and the conservatory, and so actually you'll walk through as you're looking at the house, you know, this is a huge estate. You've got kind of the Walden Gardens area there that you'll walk down through. And it, I think there's actually like four acres or something of gardens. I mean, it it's, might be. It's it's, it was quite huge. Very extensive. So you can walk through as much of that as you'd like. I think it was the same designer that designed parts of Central Park that was involved with this as well. But, you know, the, it's set up to be a year-round garden area so there's always something blooming whenever you're there now through that kind of just meandering garden you go into the walled garden and that is definitely a more ornamental garden and is set for the summertime like really spring and summer is when that's flourishing we were a little bit early yeah we saw some buds coming up we definitely saw some tulips and Yeah. yeah things like that but like the whole arch that leads to the conservatory is covered with wisteria and all of that. And so I can only imagine how overwhelmingly beautiful that would be in yes. the summer. Um, lots of bees and lots <laughs> of people, but it would be overwhelmingly beautiful. And then the conservatory is a huge building with many wings, actually, 
of all sorts of different exotic plants, tropical plants, and then the orchids were really great to see. And there's also areas to just sit out in the back of the conservatory. There's tables and chairs that you can just sort of sit out and have a rest or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. And then you walk back up to the house, and it's quite, you know, it's large. It's not just right next door. So you want to allow a good amount of time to do this, especially if you have strollers or whatever, to get up back um, for your viewing. And then you go into the house and do your viewing there there's, you know, they will lead you around to where you're supposed to go. There is an order that you go in and, and you're in a line, really. Yeah. So you move with the crowd. You move with the crowd. And that is pretty much all you can do. Um, It was neat. You know, it was kind of overwhelming, to be honest with you. I don't know <laughs> why anybody would ever need that much space or want that much space. But there it was. Um, And the architecture is really beautiful. I love the French-inspired architecture, especially on the outside. All of the different carvings and gargoyles and everything else, really very interesting. So, and the views, you know, out the different windows and off the patios were incredible. And then we went over to the village and did the wine tasting and all of that, walked around, um, and then went into downtown Asheville. The next day, we went to French Broad Chocolate. This is a beautiful coffee shop, actually, and they have lots of desserts and um, drinking chocolates and things like that. We did try what accounted to really a melted chocolate bar with a little bit of water. <laughs> That's really what it was. It was so, a yes. dark, dark chocolate. I think it was 85% or something like that it was the darkest one that they offered. And it really was not sweet at all. It was no, no. I mean enough that it was drinkable, I right. suppose, and not just completely like baking chocolate, but it, it was very dark and just a little bit of water. There was no dairy in that at all. I mean, it was amazing. It was really good. Now, they have hot chocolates, and they have the coffees, and certainly they have lots of desserts. I, I think they're known for that. We just tried this little drinking chocolate, and it was great. Yes, it was very good. That's a neat place to hang out, too. And again, if you're looking for a spot to do a little bit of work, that might be a good place. And then we went to Mela Indian. This is a, um, a lovely, really farm-to-table, organic, local, authentic Indian place. And their chai tea was above uh, among the best I've ever had. Yeah, it may have been the best. It was so good. So good. Really spicy with lots of ginger and just like a lot of depth to that. It was delicious. Yeah. And every sauce we had was just amazing. Amazing. Really, really good. Yeah, everything Fresh. was phenomenal. Yeah. We enjoyed everything that we had there. The tikka masala. We always get chicken tikka masala. I know that's so stereotypical, you know, white person ordered <laughs> Indian place, but we love it. We do. And, we'll try a few appetizers too. But oh, then, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, and I mean, we'll get, sometimes we'll do tandoori or we'll do lamb or whatever, but we at least have to get one chicken tikka masala. And if it's done well, then it can be really really good yes um and this certainly was so that was fabulous and then we had a few more days like at home it was kind of you know drizzly a little bit cold but just beautiful nestled in the woods there so we really enjoyed that we ended up going into Asheville and going to the wake spa this was a really neat spot this is a foot spa basically and you can go in and do a foot soak you know that's something that you can just do without any other services or you can on on massage or scrubs they don't actually do pedicures it's not nail care it is a pampering spa but it's great because you go in and sit in these big comfy chairs or on a couch you have tea, you get to soak in these big, huge bowls of aromatherapeutic soaks. You get to pick what you want. 
And it's great. A lot of times you can just pop in, even without an appointment, and do a soak. Um, I wanted to do a massage too, so I did make an appointment, but it was phenomenal. My feet and legs felt really pampered, so that was a great spa. Again, that's called Wake Spa, and it's down um, in downtown Asheville. And then we went to a charcuterie tasting. Our friends, the Bears, are involved with Foothill Farms. And Foothill Farms is a phenomenal operation, really, really huge, you know, provider of local meats and other wonderful things. We had pickled vegetables and uh, Lusty Monk mustard, which is a local local mustard, which was really good. Um, But we tried their beef bacon, some amazing ham, the sauerkraut pickles, a pastrami, a bologna. And that's not typically things that I would get. I mean, a bologna, right? right? You know? But it was phenomenal. Everything we had was just fantastic. Yeah. Source from local farms, prepared the right way. Really a lot of love and care put into that. And actually, they have just opened a spot at Highwire Brewing Company because Foothill Farms does the CSA, but they've got this restaurant that they're doing, you know, kind of fun food, but sourced from farms and prepared appropriately. So it's really exciting to see that. So Highwire Brewing Company is definitely a place I recommend. And we were also lucky, Burke Bear, I don't know if you're familiar with his TED Talk. I'm sure that you've seen this, but really phenomenal TED Talk. You know, a kid that just like got so passionate about real food and, you know, getting GMOs out of the food and, you know, upgrading the diet and just making the right choices and getting other kids on board. He, you know, wrote a book. This was several years ago. He did this. He's now, you know, a a, a teen, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a late teen. But anyway, he is, um, you know, he wrote this fabulous book. I'm going to put links again to everything on the show notes as well as a link to the TED Talk. Again, that's at realfoodwholehealth.com. Under podcasts, under episodes, just click the episode and you'll find everything there. But his book is called Burke on the Farm, and I think you can go to burkeonthefarm.com. Anyway, he is now an ambassador with Bucci Kombucha. Bucci has long been one on our radar for doing different flavors. And this is what's so cool. You know, everywhere we go, we love to try out the local kombucha. And the kombucha scene in the country is exploding. There are so many boutique producers now that you can get great variety all over the country but Bucci is great because they include a lot of herbs and they're really taking not necessarily like a medicinal approach but like a a holistic approach to kombucha and adding in these beneficial herbs as well that are phenomenal and they also do a lot of give back which I think is really cool they have certain causes at certain times of year they will support different local or national events where a portion of your purchase will go to this event for buying the specific flavor. So that was great. We got to try all their different flavors. I think there was like 12 or 15. Yeah. I don't know. It was a lot of kombucha. The palates were like, what's going on yeah, here? Yeah, it was phenomenal. Everything we really liked. I think Earth was one of our... Our top picks and... Yeah, they had a peach one. It was oh, very that good. peach one yeah. was really good. Yeah, there was all kinds of different neat ones. And I think that it was supporting Farm to Consumer Legal Defense Fund, which we are huge um, supporters of as well. So it was really great to see that. Um, and great to visit with Burke and his mom, Trisha, who is involved with the um, Foothill Farms and does amazing catering and tea parties. She's just phenomenal. The, the charcuterie board that she brought us was just yes, insane. It was so amazing. pretty. Again, share it on Instagram. So make sure you go like us at Real Food Whole Health and you can see that. But it was so, so fabulous. 
And then that night we had a little special treat planned for us. We went up to Shoji Spa. This is outdoor hot tubs. Um, and it's open air. You do have kind of your own room, at least three walls. And then the back wall was open to the woods. Right. Yeah. So it was very private. But we happened to go early. And let me tell you, the drive up there kind of <laughs> makes you need a spa. Yes. Up a mountain again. Up a mountain, very tight turns, speed lots bumps. of speed bumps. <laughs> um, yeah, but definitely this great Japanese-inspired spa nestled in the woods on the edge of a mountain. The views are unparalleled, and we happened to go a little bit early, and the sun was setting as we slipped into the tub. Amazing. Yes. Just amazing. Really the perfect end to that day of trying everything and, and just hanging out. So that was fabulous. And then the next day we ended up going into Asheville. This was our last time, actually. We got to go into uh, the Bucci Bar. This is a, like a kombucha bar. You can get Bucci kombucha there. And then they also make cocktails with kombucha, which we always say is a little <laughs> bit of detox and retox. So it kind of balances each other out, right? Yeah, that's my, yeah, that's it. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Um, and then we went over to Buxton Hill to try their barbecue, their local barbecue. It was amazing. Uh, and then grabbed a few things at Trader Joe's and Whole Foods and got ready to go into Raleigh and the Outer Banks. So that is where we will pick up next week. We just had an overnight in Raleigh and then a beachy time in the Outer Banks. Very beachy. Very beachy. So thanks so much for tuning in. Again, anything that you need can be found at realfoodwholehealth.com. Under podcasts, under episodes, click this episode and you'll find all the links so you can plan a trip yourself. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us today. And please remember to leave us an iTunes review. Also, head over to our website at realfoodwholehealth.com and enter your email to receive free goodies, discounts, updates, and more. See you next time on the Real Food Whole Health Podcast.